the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I am. God bless you. I'm just thrilled to be on the radios, especially on KSA. The word. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for just bringing us together. In this. We've had a great relationship. We're going to talk a little bit about relationships. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Thank you for this radio. Thank you for my ministry. Help me, O oh Lord, to open up the eyes, give these people wisdom and direction and what you really have for them in their lives. Maybe I can be that messenger, and that's all I need to be and all I want to be. But I want a relationship with each and every one of them to to let them understand and what's the possibilities and how they can grow and be the best they can be. And that's us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, San Antonio. I tell you what, unspe- unexpected blessings. I tell you what it's been. It's been the relationships that I have come across due to this radio show. Against all odds, everybody in the world told me not to go on radio and do what I'm doing. Nobody does it. Nobody tells the truth. And the next book that I'm writing, I'm finished this one. We're trying to get it in production and all. The big secret, and I'll explain that a little bit as we go, but I've, I've made some relationships. Uh, man, I tell you what, and I've got a longtime listener, Donald, that... Um, I finally got together with him because he had some old cars and we but I'm gonna tell you there's some real loving, caring people out there. And that's the real relationships that you want. And I can tie that into the car business in a minute, but I've met so many people and I'm gonna tell you it's great relationships. You can see the love in their heart, the love in their lives. Why? Because they have Jesus Christ. Because they're not takers, they're givers and they want to learn. They want to grow. They want to be the best they can be. But are you doing that? Are you on that process? Let the wise listen and add to their learning. I love Proverbs. Love Proverbs. Why? Because it is so true. Written over 2,000 years ago and so true today. I tell you, if you, we don't have an instruction book on life except for the Bible. I mean, we got everybody, Dr. Oz or somebody. I've never watched him. Dr. Phil, I know who he is. Never watch him. But these gurus are supposed to be able to fix your life, and the Bible is the only thing that's directed me, helped me, shown me the way and the will that the world that the Lord has for me. And I tell you, the biggest problem I have is I get in his way. I'm a fixer. I'm a producer. I want to do things. But the problem is sometimes it's hard to sit and wait on him. Just like this radio show, I started in this in this ministry three years ago, and man, 
I, it exploded right at first. I thought, looky here, and then it kind of died, and then it just kind of went on, and now it's starting to grow. If you've called me lately, please keep trying. I'm going to tell you something. My phone has blown up, and I love it. I love every minute of it. I tell you because, you know, when you're talking to somebody on the phone that's eager to learn and they are got a loving heart, it's a pleasure. Now, there's a lot of people that I have to deal with on the phone that's not got Jesus in their heart, and they are not a pleasure to to talk to. But the listeners I have on KSLR, thank you, thank you. Please keep calling me. Uh, I'm going to give my mobile number out at the second half like I always do. That way you can give me a call anytime, any questions. Just like here, you can call right here now at 340 340- uh, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. We'll talk about anything. It doesn't matter. I have another radio show on Sunday afternoon. And, man, we get so many phone calls. The other day we had 11 phone calls. Amazing. And then we had, I had another three or four after the show was off. And then the people started calling me on my mobile. But that's that's my ministry. That is my ministry to help you. Help you make better decisions. Man, I got notes in my spiral notebook that goes on and on and on. A lot of stuff that I don't even get to because I want to talk to you and I let the Holy Spirit roll with me instead of me getting in the way. But I hope I'm making a difference in your life so you know so well that you can train your children. So well that you can train even your brother-in-law and mother-in-law that you don't even like. Help them. Hey, it makes you look brilliant. I'm glad if y'all all look brilliant. I, that's my ministry. That's what I want to do. But relationships do matter. And the relationships I'm getting off of so many people is so great. The time I get to spend with them. I spent uh, with Donald the other day, probably two hours and another hour and a half last night. And it was such a pleasure, you know, to be with somebody that does care and does understand and does want to learn and does want to grow and want to be better. But there's so many people out there in your same situation because we're trained, and I've got an article, I've got it laying here, and I'll pull it up and I'll show a little bit on Facebook, and I'm going to read it to you a little bit. But just this just article, just one little article, and I've got thousands of articles. Time on your side in my 2,500 plus hours of dealership classroom instruction. I have found that memorized people memorize and retain information differently. Everyone learns at a, their own pace. But there is no doubt the majority of sales and F&I pros have a difficult time in memorizing scripts. So they want to train them. There's, there's so many thousands of hours that they have to go through training. They do not enjoy role-playing activities. They struggle with new practicing conversations. Science Direct. Oh, man. They've got, I mean, it's just thousands and thousands of classes and hours and all and the changes in the business. They do this in order to push your button. They do this to close you, the big close, the big spin, the big four square. There's so many different ways of pushing your button where they're out there to make all the money they can. And these dealerships, I stand in them. I see them. I understand the tremendous overhead they see every day. 
And they got to make that money somewhere. And guess who's going to be? Oh, no. Man, I got this buddy that sells me these cars real cheap. Well, why do you still have payments? Why are you buried? I was in a dealership the other day. And a brother-in-law came in to a salesperson. And he owed 15000 too much. You think a brother-in-law's taking care of him? Has he directed him in the right direction? Has he helped him make the right decisions? Brother-in-law... I mean, you know, I got a brother-in-law in the business. Tell you an example, not long ago, a gentleman that I've done business with the last 30 years who's not in the car business anymore, wanted a new Dodge truck, called his son, who was a manager at a new car store, got a price. He just didn't feel right, so he called me to get, a, you know, a second opinion. I beat his son $1,000 on the same truck. He got upset. Why do you get upset? Hey, owners tell these managers how much money they got to make. Hey, overhead might have been in on this deal versus the one I got price off of. You know, I mean, old-time dealers that's been in the business forever, it's got a lot of cash, and their property's cheap, and they don't, you know, they know how to manage it, right? Their overhead's less. Well, they can sell that truck for less. I was explaining to a guy about PAC the other day. And he was saying, how come some dealers are higher than other dealers? Some of them, packs are higher. What's PAC? PAC is the money that the owners put in on a vehicle that, that goes to overhead and to them, retirement, I don't know, lake house, uh, airplanes or whatever. And they've, they've got it on every vehicle. So when you go into these big-time stores, and that's why I've had some people say, how can you beat these big box stores like CarMax and some of these other places? Nine out of ten times on a bid on a, on a used vehicle. I don't have the pack. I don't have the overhead they got. They got 40 times more overhead than I got. I mean 40 times. My overhead's super low. I got 21 reasons why I'm a better buyer than most of these big box stores. And I live and eat and breathe the business. And this business, because it's against all odds and the Holy Spirit has directed me on it and it's taken time to bloom and now it is, is, you know, I see the difference, and I want to help. But now here I'm, I'm going to get to the point where I've got to trust in the Lord. The Lord tells me, now I need to concentrate on you. Help you, spend more time with you, buy and sell more time with you, and be sure to tell everybody to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process of describing your car or give me a call on my mobile. But describe your car like you're buying it. Look at it hard so we don't miss anything, so there's no problems. I mean, I had a customer not long ago. It was about probably eight, nine months ago. He failed to tell me the transmission was bad. Well, that don't work. That's a tough situation. I can't pay top money for it if the transmission doesn't work. So we adjusted the price. I still bought it and went on because I can get it fixed cheaper than him. But describe your car right. I want to buy your car. And when I'll buy it, it takes about, I've, I've had a caller in on my other station, said, I can't believe it. You're right. You told the truth. You've. They sent in a description on the car. I bid the car, the truck. It was a truck. They brought it to me. They showed me pictures. I saw the damage. No problem. I paid them for the truck. The lady said it took about 15 minutes. And she thanked me on the other radio show. I had another caller call in and said, we brought us our car. You drove it around the block, and you paid us for it. 
and it worked out fine for them. So, you know, it's an easy process. This is not a dragged out. You go to these new car dealers, number one, they don't they don't handle your kind of vehicle. Number two, they don't want anything that's not perfect because if they have to work on it, they have to run it through their shop, and then they get added 30 40% on top of that. I was at a Highline store not long ago, and I bought a car that the service department said needed 3500 to spend on it in order for them to sell it. Well, I took the vehicle back to my lot, and I gave the list to my mechanic, and I said, walk around this thing, see what needs to be fixed. When he got through, we spent about 300 on it, not 3500 But, see, that's the key. They're going to have to make money on you. And so that's when that car comes in, that vehicle's got anything to do with it. And even if it's perfect, they're going to spend money. I had another uh, new car, used car, well, new car dealer, the manager of the used car department, say, you know, he said, if I got one, I buy one that's perfect. I still have to spend three to 500 on it. Well, that's just the way of the shop making money to overcome the overhead. So you, you got to see what's going on in this business, what really is. Because it's a tremendous big business that takes a lot of money to operate, and and you're the one that gets involved in it. So I mean, do you really? Uh, you know, we we endure hardship as disciplines, but I mean, how do you treat hardships? Are you learning anything? Are you tired of playing the the circle of debt once you just you know constantly got a car payment? You know. God's not only a disciplined parent, but he's also a demanding coach that pushes us to our limits and requires our lives to be disciplined. Are you disciplined? Can you say no to yourself? I mean, just because your brother-in-law got a new car, do you think you got to have a new car or truck? You know, how often, I came up with this this morning, how often do you make decisions based on what you want now? Right now, what I see today, what I smell, oh, and it's a great opportunity, rather than on what we need on the long run. We need to evaluate the long-range effects of our decisions and our actions. That long-term effect, I was at a dealership, and there was a person buying a small car. Let's put it that way. I don't want to name what it is. And they had 84-month payments on a $17,000 car. 84 months. And due to the 84 months, they had to pay more interest rate. And so, you know, why not get everything prepared, know exactly what you can get your interest rate at, and, and compare. This guy's payment between 72 and 84 months, which is another year, was $12. Can you afford $12 a month in order to get that down to 72 when really it shouldn't be more than 48 But do you want to keep paying that interest? And if interest was higher, the longer you go, the interest gets higher, costs you more money. And you got to make more money. This, these payments, when they talk about 500 a month, that's you got to go make six hundred a month to pay that five hundred a month after tax money. So if you evaluated the decisions you're making, I mean we don't know what the Bible even says. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't. 
good friend of mine owns a, a auction company in uh, San Antonio. Healthy guy, eats right, good Christian man. I mean, you would think he's going to live forever. Had a massive heart attack. We've been praying for him. I've been praying for him every day, every morning. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And this man was, they had to induce a coma. Man, I'm going to tell you, it breaks your heart to see somebody that's worked so hard, works out, eats right, does everything right. Is it the beginning of his ministry? I don't know. It's in God's hands. I don't understand it. I know lots of people that don't eat right, that does drugs and does everything else in the world, and they're still living, and they're older than this gentleman. I don't have the answers. All I've got, I do know, is the ministry that God's given me, and I want to pour it out on you, give you that opportunity to learn and grow. Because I need you need to evaluate every decision you make. You need to pray about them. You know, the, uh, years ago, when I first got saved, and the preachers started coming to me for advice and help on their transportation, a bunch of them was 10,000 buried and buying the vehicles from their from their people in their church. But it wasn't more than them. It was the decisions they were making, thinking that their image had to be good. I know of a lady that had a church years ago, and she come in needing help. She's driving an Escalade. Her church is busted. She can't give. Where's your priorities? Is your priorities in your ride that make you look good, make you feel good, think you the best? I mean, you know, I'm, right now I'm driving 01 Tahoe. I love it. It's I can put too many miles on it. I can drive whatever in the world I want, but if I put a bunch of miles on it, lose bay. I don't like throwing money away. I don't like wasting money. I was born and raised super poor. Man, I'm going to tell you, we were poor. My mother had to work for us to survive. My dad partied, and that was part of it. That was his life, and he, you know, you really got to sit down and talk about it. And I understand where he came from and what happened in his life. And things changed, and his life changed. But I grew super poor. We didn't waste nothing. I mean zero. And so that's always stayed with me. And so I don't want to waste nothing. Now, I, now, I love making things better. I love working on cars, being productive. But I don't want to waste nothing. Do you want to waste your money? I mean, how much are you wasting when you make a bad decision? When you walk into one of these dealerships that foursquare you, spin you, push your button, well-trained, well-teamed, you're going against, you know, eight, ten people. It's a little old you without an education. We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. So, I mean, if you're not prepared mentally, physically, spiritually, Hey, it's going to cost you money. Now, you want to waste all that money and you want to go out. You know, if you work 40 hours a week, let's say you make $20 an hour, that's $800. Well, that's some payments for people. And, of course, that's after-tax money. Now you're down to, you know, 650 or so, 700 So now you're down to 700 and that's a payment. So you worked all week for one vehicle monthly payment. That time's gone. That that days, that week's gone. So you got all that money invested in one week and for one month payment. 
and then the value drops? Have you ever made payments on a vehicle and walk into a dealership just like the brother-in-law the other day that was buried and his brother-in-law going to sell him another new one? Stop making your payments is a new ad today on all the radio stuff. Why do you want to stop making your payments? Are they going to kick the trade? I mean, they're telling you to stop. What's your bank going to say? What's your credit union going to say? Oh, gee, thanks, Bubba. I've been hung with you on this deal, and I've I supported you, and I was there for you. And now you're not going to make your payment? Man, that's loyalty. Well, no, that's that's pushing your button. These ads, they'll tell you anything in the world to get you home field advantage. Let's talk about football. Home field advantage. Let me get in here. A friend of mine, remember a couple of months ago, had a great Tacoma to trade in to a dealership she'd done business with four times. And they get her keys and they won't let her have them back. And they hit her truck 6000 cheap. They're trying to make 6000 on a trade. Now, what were they making on the one they were selling? I guarantee you they're making two, three grand. What were they popping her for interest rate? And I mean, that truck was paid for. Here, she's got a $17,000 truck. They hit her at 11000 They hit her with the difference on what they were putting her in. They were trying to put her in something she didn't need or want. But, I mean, the flash, the talk. How to, Are you gullible? Do you believe what they say? Friend or foe, will a friend bear you? Will a friend stretch the truth or lie to you? Relationships matter. Telling the truth matters. Does it really? Tell the truth about a vehicle. I mean, I'm not, I'm right maybe nine out of ten times. And sometimes I look at something different from somebody else. And sometimes there's somebody that don't know. I was talking to a guy about a hot rod the other day. And he says, hey, man, I got this hot rod I want to sell. You know, I said, okay. He said, well, you want to buy it? And I said, nah, I'll I'll give this. He said, no, I I gave 7,000 more than that. And I said, well, see, you didn't know the hot rod business. And your emotions and your intentions got involved, and you paid 7000 too much for this vehicle. I said, but now, how long have you been trying to sell it? He said, about six months. I said, well, evidently, you haven't found that one out of $400 million that liked the car as much as you. Can I find that person, that one out of $400 million? This is the real money. This is what it'll sell for, and that's, that's what I can do. I said, next time you're ready to make one of them emotional, intentional, I'm going to have fun with this car, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Next time you're going to do that, you know, figure out what works, what you're going to do, what you're really going to have the time for, what you're really going to enjoy, how you're going to enjoy. Is this for you? Is this for your family? How many times we're talking about, you know, making that right decision down the road that, you know, 84 months, 72 months, you know, my mother could have taught Dave Ramsey his class. I guarantee you, and she hammered it on me. And she told me when I was growing up, boy, if you don't have half the money, maybe you don't need to buy it. You know, if we got into that situation, maybe things would be better. Maybe your finances would be better. Maybe you can get a better interest rate. Maybe you'll get a car paid off. Maybe you'll get to ride free, no payments for two, three, four months. The best kind of car is a paid-for car. 
Remember, there's only two kinds of cars in the world, afford and can't afford. And, oh, man, them can't affords, are they miserable? And you got to get behind the wheel, and your wife tells you, you shouldn't have bought this unit. You hate it, you know, and now that commercial comes on radio. Hey, do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate everything in the world? Come on in there. I'm going to put you in a new one you can hate a little later. You won't hate it for the first six months. But, man, when you don't have any money left at the end of the month, you may go to hating it then, and then the new smell gets off, and it rains for about three days, and it gets dirty, and you're too lazy to clean it up. And you park it out at H-E-B, way away from everybody, and you go out there with your grocery cart, and somebody's parked beside you. But after about a year, you pull up next to somebody and bang their door. I tell you, it's just a game, and we play it with money. Your money. Hey, Bubba, come on in here. I love you. I'm your brother-in-law. I'm going to bury you again one more time. And we're going to keep you in debt. That's American way. Have you ever thought about being the American way? Let me let me say you another car. you got to have monthly payments on your car to keep the economy going. We need it. We need it. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. We're about to hit the tipping point. When are we going to have nobody left with good credit? When are we going to have everybody buried in the cars? When are these new cars going to quit getting so high? I remember when a new Camaro cost me 2200 Man, I had to scratch and, and hunt and work my tail end off to pay for that one. At 2200 now Camaros are $35,000, Hey, Bubba, ain't it fun? Don't you just love it? This is Randy Adams, learning to buy and sell cars.com. Tune in for the second half of the show. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I hope I'm making a difference in somebody's life. I've got so many callers, and thank you for calling. Thank you for the questions. If y'all want to call here, no dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Uh, what a car value is, what you should do, what situation you're in. 
what are you looking at, how to weigh up things, just any questions. There's no dumb question. There's a million possibilities in the car business and a million situations. So it, that's why we make so many different vehicles. The problem is these dealers, they want to jam them down your throat, and the manufacturers wants to build more. And they, they, you know, they talk to each other, and they say, you know, I'm Ford, and, I, you know, I'm not building enough, but you're building too many cars. We're putting too many of them on the market. You need to slow down. But it's all right if I build too many. Is that a little on the selfishness side? Have you, do you see selfishness in the, in the car business? Oh, yeah. There's envy, jealousy, selfishness, all the wonderful things that will put you in a train wreck. You know, if your personal life's a wreck, you're a wreck. If your finances are wrecked, that may cause you a wreck in your personal life, and personal life will pass on a little bit more. You know, I mean, what do you need in life? The older I get, the less I need, and the less I want. I, my ministry is more important to me right now than anything. The priorities in our lives change. What's your priority? To look good? You know, to outdo your brother-in-law? My brother-in-law got him a new vehicle. I got to have one, too. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, can he afford it? Can you afford it? You know, that's the key. You know, hey, if you got the money, you can afford it. You know what's happening tomorrow. You're going to keep your job forever. You're going to keep your health forever. You know, you're not going to have any other problems. Everything's just roses. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So I want you to think about that. Now, give me a call. I told you I was going to hit my mobile. I'm going to try to slip it in one more time. Get pen and paper handy and write my mobile down, 830-708-4789. Got a company out of uh, Arizona or somewhere that's trying to uh, hook me up on social media. They don't think I'm doing enough. I'm on Facebook, Randy Adams, and I've got a Twitter account, and I don't work too hard at that. I'm on, I'm trying to improve on social media. My YouTube channel, honestly, I've dropped it for the last six, eight months. But I got 50 new points that I'm going to put on on YouTube, and I'm, I'm going to get it done by the end of the year. Points that you need to know. The market, what's going on in the market, the changes. We thought Harvey was going to bring the market up. We're in, we're in a big downfall on the market. Now, we're talking about cars that's over $10,000. These high-line luxury cars, man, they've taken a hit, big-time hit. But we're run out of certain cars, so the market's constantly changing, and it's something that you've got to know. And now we're in December to remember. December to remember. What are the, how do they push that December to remember? What do you think? Let love guide your behavior, your relationships. Let love guide. Hey, your wife's going to love you. Your husband's going to love you. You think so? For how long? You know, often our actions belie our words. Is that a salesman? Is he burying you, putting in you too much payments? But he's going to tell you the sweet words, the friend words, the love words. Is he going to push your button as hard as he can? You know, the more grateful we are, the more happy we are. Joyful with pleasure. Are you more grateful than you used to be? Are you content with what you own? You know, real love for others produces tangible actions. That's real love. Now, tangible actions in buying a vehicle, Now, the salesman knows the difference. Now, they're... They, 
tell you they're experts on what you can afford. You can afford this car. You're not going to spend no money forever. Years ago, BMW had a uh, 15,000 mile uh, ad in situation where you don't pay nothing for 50,000 miles. So it sounded like you didn't do nothing to the car for 50,000 miles. I bought a bunch of them with bad motors with 30 to 45,000 miles. A bunch of them. Because the people bought them and they thought they were maintenance free for till 50,000 miles. Maintenance free. Well, maintenance is the cost. They worded it not exactly right, but they worded it to sell more units. You know, December to remember. And they got big bows on it, and they got families happy, you know. But maybe we need to take a picture of those families when it's eight, nine months down the road, and it's, they're struggling to make that payment, you know. And guess what? It's lost from new. Some of these high-line cars, and there's a lot of high-line cars advertised right now. I mean, some of them lose ten, fifteen thousand dollars 15000 Fellow at the church... Uh, told me the other day he said uh, i i went and bought i didn't hadn't been listening to your show until recently i bought a new car he said i drove it off showroom floor and he told me what it was he said what's it worth today and i told him and he said oh no i've lost seven thousand dollars i said well you know that's okay if you understand it that's okay if you're going to keep it 10 12 years that's okay if it fits your situation if it's your budget I'm not stopping you from buying new cars because there's somebody. I've, I've got some single moms that need the right car at the right money and take care of it. I, I had a gentleman come up to my uh, office the other day to meet me. He's driving a 220,000-mile Mitsubishi. I've never seen one that type of car last that long. But the difference is he takes care of it. And he changes the oil. And he don't drive crazy, zipping in and out of traffic or running in. My son and I are going to school the other morning. And we're between lights. And we take off. And the light in front of us turns red, so I slow down. But the other two lanes, the people just keep gassing it on. And they get up to the light and they hit the brakes. Well, my son's about to get his driver's license. So I tell him, I said, uh... That's why my brakes last for a long time. I said, I've got to tell you the pickup that has 200,000 miles, we finally put brakes on it. To last that long? He said, wow. He said, these people are wasting gas, wasting tires, wasting brakes because they don't take care of the way they drive it. I said, we, I slowed down. In time we got there, the light turned green. I never came to a stop. I didn't have to. But how are you are you changing the oil? Are you teaching your children how to take care of a vehicle? Have we taken the millenniums and said, hey, this is a, a microwave society. You don't have to wait on it. It'll fix itself. Take it over there. Let somebody change the oil whenever you think about it or you got the time. But, you know, real love, not for money, but for having peace in our in our hearts and in our minds, real love for others wouldn't lie to somebody you know we real love will train somebody teach somebody help somebody show them the truth show them the direction they need to go because if we don't train our young children today and let them understand what's going on what kind of disaster are they going to have later on what kind of struggle are they going to have you know real love 
that's what's real love? Is that real love coming from the salesman when he spends you four square you? You know, and real love for others produces tangible actions, kindness to strangers, empathy for caring about other people and their hardships and their and their tough time. I mean, my heart broke when my friend had the heart attack. It really did. Respect for marriage vows. Contentment what we have. Make sure your love runs deep enough to affect your hospitality, empathy, and contentment. Real love. Do you make fun of somebody you've done business with after they left? I've seen it many a time. You know, I, I was at a dealership not long ago. And uh, F and I, two guys were talking when I walked by them, and they were making fun that he made forty two hundred on F and I, on a guy forty two hundred. That's how hard do you work for forty two hundred? And that's no. Oh, by the way, it was finance, so interest, and then after tax money. Friend or foe, you think about it. You know, I mean, they are very convincing. We're very naive that you're making the best deal in the world. Just like I buy lots of RVs and, and campers and motorhomes, a uh, bunch of them. Uh, motorcycles have got real tough. We're still buying and selling a few of them. But in, a lady in the military, she was a doctor. She, Her and her fiancé had a child. Well, they bought a camper to live off a of base, because she's a doctor in the military. So she went to this camper place, him and her. She's got excellent credit and had a little money down. So she buys this camper for them to live in. Well, he figures out this is not going to work for him. He's a taker, not a giver. I mean, there's two kinds of people in this world, givers and takers, and he takes off. He's a real taker, takes off. Well, she's there with a child, and so... Now she don't want to live off base because she has a child. Nobody to take care of her, look at her, and help move her around. So she's going to move back to the base. She gave 41500 for this camper. Nice, nice camper. And so she calls me. She says, I need to sell the camper. I said, okay. I said, have you called the place where you bought it? It's only six months old. She said, yeah, I called them, and they said they don't buy used, vehicle, uh, used campers. I said, do they have any for sale at the lot? She said, yeah. So how'd they get those if they didn't get them? You know, let's put a little common sense in this deal. I said, but call them back and say, please give me an offer. So she called them back, and they wouldn't give her an offer. So I said, okay, now call the salesperson you bought it from. And I said, did he say this is the greatest deal in the round? You're going to love this camper. It's going to keep its value. It's going to last you a long time. You're not going to have any problems with it. You're going to love it, and you can use it for while you're in the military, and then you can sell it, and it'll be a great deal for you. She said, yeah, that's about what he said. I said, well, call him and explain that, what he said, and tell him to get with his manager and tell you what you'll, he'll give for the unit. So she did, and they offered her 15000 Now, this unit is six months old. And she gave forty one five and they wanted to give fifteen thousand back for it. She called me back, said, Mr. Adams, if you'll give twenty thousand dollars, that'll get me out. I want it gone. I want it out of my life. She said, I've called a bunch of other people, nobody wants to buy it. 
it's kind of a you know everybody's claiming they got too many units. I bought it for twenty one thousand, sold, made a little money, went down the road. But here's something that she didn't know. I mean, she's looked for the situation. We don't know what happens tomorrow. Mister Taker took off. So I don't know. So when you're making these decisions, we don't know what happens tomorrow. Are you fully prepared? She had to come up with a little money to pay off this camper. She ended up owing twenty four thousand on it. It cost her four thousand more out of her pocket for what she had done. She lost twenty one thousand dollars, twenty one five on this camper. So you got to think out what's going to happen tomorrow. What do I want to do? Now, real love was that salesman show the real love. Did that salesman show that he took care of her? Did that salesman lie to her? Did, or did he explain, now listen, you know, if you want to sell this unit, instead of telling her it's going to keep its value and everybody wants this type of unit, and it's got so many options, I got news for you. I hooked it up to a dually truck, and it was a strain to pull. You're not going to be running up and down the highway in this type of camper. But he did tell her that it was a great park model. You just don't want to go far in it. So, I mean, you know, you wouldn't want to be traveling in the United States with it. And then so, but she didn't even own a truck to pull it. The camper place took it to where she needed it. She had to hire somebody to move it to a storage area because she had moved out of it. So she didn't have all the options weighed up and all the things weighed up. Here's my mobile if you've got any questions, 830-708-4789. And I want you to think about real love. When you get buried in them payments, when you get lied to, when you get spun, when you get four-squared. And if you feel like you're in one of those places that do that type of selling and you don't feel comfortable and you feel lost or you feel like you're not getting the truth, get up and walk out. These boots are made for walking. Wasn't that a song, a country song? Boots were made for walking. I'm just going to walk out of here. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. You may have to fight your way out, just like that lady that had that Tacoma, and they were trying to rob her of $6,000 on that value. They didn't want to give her keys back. She got hot. And then she had every manager in the world. She said it looked like I was a quarterback on a football team with everybody circling around me, trying to stop me from leaving, trying to stop me from buying, you know, getting out of there. They wanted to sell me a new unit. So, you know, Matthew nineteen nineteen. You shall love yourself, or your, I'm sorry, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We are to love and to serve those around us. You know, do you love the customer that comes in? Is that your neighbor? When he walks in, has he become an enemy or customer or neighbor? Love your neighbor. You know, I love my neighbors. They're not from this country. We wasn't raised the same way. But if they need help, I'm there. I love them. I watch out for them. I don't care where they're from. We got to love everybody. You know, I'm not perfect. Far from it. You're not. So we got to love everybody the best of our abilities. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something. Merry Christmas. And I mean Merry Christmas, not holidays. Merry Christmas. Because my Lord and Savior changed my life from a taker to a giver. I can talk about takers. I can tell you about takers. I can tell you about taking in the car business. I was one of them. 
But I was full of pride, greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me. Oh, Randy, I had the best, Bubba. I'm a producer. I'd build a super street rod, and as soon as it went to the shows and won all the awards, and as soon as I got home, my next thought is I can build a big and better one. I'm going to outrun them. I'm going to show them what there really is, you know. Oh, man, I had to have everything the biggest and the best. And it never made me happy, never had joy. Hey, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Where do we spend our time? Where's our priorities? little lady that I do business with, she rents a building for me. She's in partnership with a mechanic. Her mother passed away, and I didn't know it. I called her. I was checking on some other stuff. And I got the witness to her. And she was fine, and, and I didn't hurt her feelings. She was fine. And she was talking about her mother and the spirit and this, that. And I said, your mother's spirit's still living. I know that she's 60-something years old, but your mother's still spirit. I said, I'm a blessed man, and I've had tremendous response. I'm going to tell you one more time. I've had tremendous response to knowing 18 near-death experienced people. Two went to hell, 16 went to heaven. I said, your mother, she saw she was just a sweet woman. So, well, if she knows Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, she's still living. Her spirit's still living. I've learned that my body is 68, but my spirit's 20. Your body, you know the difference. But it's hard to explain to young people that your your body's, hers probably 35 or 40, but her spirit is still 20. But she'll realize that when she gets to 60. And what's going to live forever? Our spirits. What you're consuming right now when I'm talking and what you're understanding and what you're hearing, that's what's going to live forever. Our body's not going to live forever, but our spirit's going to live. Where is it going to live? Heaven or hell? I've learned that two people I know that were bad dudes went to hell, and they came back wanting to serve Jesus Christ. Their joy starts to flow through them. That's what's going to live forever. You know, and, and I hear preachers say, you're going to live forever, but they don't explain it that way. I feel like the Lord has put that in my life with these near-death experiences and this radio show to explain that to you, how you can explain it to others and how the feeling is. And you can say, oh, Randy Adams knows 18 people who near-death experience. Well, great, I do. But that's a blessing, and that's my ministry, and I want to spread it because you can live forever. But, you know, and Jesus changed me from a taker to a giver. You thought you talking about impossible against all odds. Some people thought my ex-wife thought it was that way. Hey, I've, I've still got a son that's still waiting for me to go back to the old way. I don't want to go back. I love serving. I love loving people. How much mercy and grace do you want? How much are you giving? I'm going to tell you something. That's reaping and sowing because the more mercy and love you give for people, more grace you give for people, more will come back to you. I want to be that situation. I want to love you. I want to educate you. I want to be there for you. I want to be your friend. 830-708-4789. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Love to, to tell you anything, explain anything, and give you options. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. God bless you. And Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm going to be here next week. I love you, San Antonio. Give me a call.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.